Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Hello, welcome to it. It's Hump Day Wednesday. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here for Sports Day. Hello, Sats. Hello, we and also listeners as well. Yeah, actually, I'm looking forward to the chat we had with this former legend and... It's a trip down memory lane, which we're going to quite for we, New South Wales rugby league fans. Yeah, we're going to be doing this uh, quite often, aren't mm, we? Mm. Catching up with uh, former players and not only just in rugby league, but where are they now? Sort of segment. So, so uh, one of our listeners last night doesn't player. like us using the, the words hook and tease. Mm. So we'll just say straight up who it is. Yep, Mary McGregor, Paul Thank Mary you. McGregor. Yeah, he doesn't have the same outstanding player he was. He's an outstanding player, and he's a hell of a nice guy. Uh, well, he's on the Parramatta coaching staff at the moment, assistant coach. Can we, um, can we, Daddy, can we interview the new Argentinian prime minister or president? Do you like him, do you? I love him. So I, I haven't seen much of him, but I'm hearing that he's, um, he's, he's, he's a little bit, some people are calling him unstable. Other people are saying he's exactly what a country he's needs. He's my man. I'm so, telling you, this is what we need. So he hates wokeness, doesn't he? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. He's made decisions already to go, oh, that's awesome. Mm. And he's got killer sideburns. <laughs> he's just, well, I don't even know if they're sideburns. The like sideburns had a family of sideburns. So his hair doesn't stop. So it's not really sideburns. His hair, his hair just doesn't stop. 53 years of age. Is that all? And he's had enough with everyone. Wow. I love it. Mm. I love, you know, he wore a hat. Good. Cool. And on it, he had. Make Argentina great again. He did not. He did. Did he? And then Trump sent a tweet congratulating oh. him on getting through. And Trump had hashtag make Argentina great again. Okay, so he's probably Trump's version of Trump. But people Argentina's dislike, version. Argentina's yeah, yeah, Trump yeah, of Trump. Yeah. But people dislike Trump and he's pretty no, much people, got the same no, ideologies. I'll say it right. I know this is not a political show. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, this is Four Corners <laughs> on the ABC. Welcome to it. No, no. I don't like Trump as a person. Mm. I think he's despicable. Yep. Right? But I can't argue with the man's policies. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but and if you get it right, a... he is a despicable human. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I don't know how he'd go if he was trying to trying to bring a sporting angle back to here, you know. Yeah, don't, we, know how, don't know how he'd go at the West well, no, Tigers. Argentina played today oh, in the Euro qualifications. Yep. That's why I remembered. Ah. I think they played Germany today. What about Australia? Anyway, let's get to the good oil. Thanks to Cobram Estate. <laughs> Premium Australian extra virgin olive oil. Speaking of football, 
Australia just beat Palestine in Kuwait one yep. 0 mm. Wow. Yeah. This is the this is the first round of qualifiers for the World Cup. We've got yeah, to I think we're I think we've got four more in this stage. We're we're in a same we're in Group I against Lebanon, um, Bangladesh and uh, Palestine. Yep. So mm. hey, I, I don't want to want to focus on that because there's some really big news around today, according to Daily Telegraph reporter David Riccio. Usually gets it right, David Riccio. He's one of the best. Yeah. He's not a sensationalist, mm. which is unusual for News Corp. <laughs> West Tigers are now in the hot seat to sign Jerome Luai. What? I think there's an increasing increasing chance. I really do. I think Benji Marshall, uh, in his his ability to uh, woo uh, and and basically sell the dream to Jerome Luai um, at a recent house visit at Benji Marshall, where Jerome came over to Benji's place. The West Tigers board uh, they have a board meeting um, this week, and it'll it'll give us a really good indication on how much they're willing to go all in for Jerome Luai. And, and I, as I said, I think there's an increasing an increasing confidence at the West Tigers. That's okay. where it may stop the board meeting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that board. Yeah. But let me ask you this question, Sats. Yeah. How much does that improve the West Tigers? And if he does sign in 2025, how far from the current 18th spot could they possibly go by signing? By signing, so, so did I say 18th, 17th place? I'm getting ahead of myself, aren't I? 17th spot on the ladder to possibly how high could they go with the Luai? Yeah, I, I don't think they played finals, right? But I think they they take a huge step forward in improving, be, and not. Probably into a single, uh, probably towards a, a ninth, tenth, eleventh, where a lot of them will end up around, like fighting just on four and against. Okay, but you look at their, you look at some of the players they've got now. There, Isaiah Papali'i, yeah. you've got um, Api Api Koroisau, you've got um, just say a Justin Olam um, or a Connor Tracy, and then you've also got now a Jerome Luai. You start putting together a just in small pieces. You start putting together quite a formidable formidable side. And if they announce a signing of, say, Jerome Luai, then other players will start thinking, geez, 2025, wouldn't mind playing for the West Tigers. Well, that's the thing, yeah. These really good players, they become recruitment tools for you as well. Um, Benji's still an unknown as a head coach, but I, I think Benji's the sort of coach who can gel with Can I tell you something about players, Benji? A lot you know? of people don't know about Benji. He's a highly articulate guy. He knows how to, he knows how to manage people's personalities. He's very... Did you? I know this isn't rugby league, but it's also dealing with people. Did you watch him on Celebrity Apprentice? Oh, uh, yeah, I did. Mate, he is a really good operator. No, he was. Yeah. And, very good negotiator. And putting that into um, people skills as well is really important as a coach. Now, if you question his his tactics, you don't have to question his tactics and the way that he sees the game, okay, because he is he's yeah. well ahead of everyone. Yes, yes. The way that he saw the game as an 18, 19-year-old. And then... You now put him into a situation where he's now got to manage people. Yep. Uh, if he gets a really good general manager of rugby league, yep. a really good one that knows the landscape of footy and recruiting and rugby league operations, pathways, uh, all those areas are really important. And he just focuses on coaching. He'll be a really good coach, Benji. And seeing that he's a you know, Polynesian boy and, and, and so is Jerome, oh, yeah. um, he would have spoken up Karoisau as well, who he's, he's won a comp with, Jerome. He also would have probably consulted Luke Garner, who went from the West Tigers to the Penrith Panthers. So if I'm pretty pretty sure Jerome's a, you know he's a, he knows the streets pretty well. Jerome, he'll he'll talk to everyone. Yeah, no, no, um, good call. Then again, what and then what's he got? What's him? Um, what's he driven by? Is he driven by money or legacy? 
So he can have a lot of fun at the West Tigers. And I think you said it a couple of nights ago, he could actually create something great. Yeah, and that's what legacy's about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's probably another way of saying legacy, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Cobram Estate, <laughs> Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. Oh, I'm still thinking about the Argentinian Prime Minister. Well, how do Grown, you think... harvested, so, and first coal pressed in Northern Victoria. So for Cobram Estate, would, would he also support the ICC's decision to um, rule against transgender athletes in cricket? He would create a cricket team yeah. out of all this. Yeah. I, that's, I, that's huge news, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. I'd love to spend more time on that. I just... Well done, ICC. You've yeah. got the balls to make a tough decision where you could be absolutely hammered for that. Mm. And I think it is brilliant. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Thank you for standing up for female sport. Yeah. And, and it's those sports who haven't, you're a disgrace. Mm. But I think now I think oh, it's – Oh, they'll start to move. I think it's swimming. Yes. Fina said, no, we're yep. not going to accept this. And now cricket, I don't know if there's any others. Correct me if I'm right. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. But well done, ICC. Yeah, I, I agree. Well done. I agree. And um, it's once unfair. Upon a, once upon a time, women couldn't compete in many many sports, and they created yep. a division for for women only, and, yep. and that will happen with transgender as well. Sats, it's just yeah, that's right. That'll happen, yeah. but it's just unfair to have a it biological is. man play against women. Yeah, absolutely. All right, break time. Mary McGregor, who although his nickname's Mary, mm-hmm. is a bloke. Paul Mary McGregor, yeah, is joining us next on. Sports He's not Day. transgender. Well, well, let's ask. <laughs> Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Wallace hears a call back on the blind. Meninga is there, but it's gone right for Langer, then for Daly, and now for McGregor. They won't stop the big Illawarra centre. A fine origin series. And now rewarded in his first Australian jumper with a try. Wow, 1994 for that try from Mary McGregor. Terrorised. Yes. That many players in his day. Mary, welcome to Sports Day. Thanks, guys. How are we? Really well. Good. Really well. What's, when you hear a try like that, that was your debut against France. As a, what's your memories go back to uh, about your first debut? Uh, it's pretty easy, actually. But I think... <laughs> I think at that stage we were front by about 50, so it wasn't too bad. Um, you know, just playing with, playing against, uh, you know, the guys that, um, you know, a couple of years before that I was I was watching on TV, but then playing beside them um, after an Origin series or a couple of Origin series uh, was a great achievement. Uh, pulling on that jumper for the for the first time in front of your parents and, um, you know, it's something as a kid you always dreamed to do, so. To be able to achieve that um, with the colour of players I play with, and we won pretty comfortably that night, so I didn't have to do too much to be honest. Yeah, nice. Now, born in Dapto, Mary, were you a Dapto Canary growing up? So I was a Dapto Canary, mate, all the way through. Oh, I had one year actually in college, but um, when I was sixteen. But every every other part of it was uh, with Dapto, mate, right through the grades. Dapto dogs as a kid. Even as a young adult, did you did you did you get down to the Dapto dogs quite a bit? Absolutely. On a Thursday night, um, sitting standing around the fire and waiting for a punt. Um, yeah, it was a regular sort of thing with us back then. Uh, as a team, we used to we used to sort of get there on a Thursday night after training um, and hang around and um, have a shower and then and go to the dogs on the night and have a couple of beers. So it used to be good. Now, Mary, the, the Illawarra competition growing up, it's always been, well, it is, has always been a great, strong competition. Now, the Steelers 
Uh, you make your debut at the back end of the 90s and they start becoming a force in the 90s. They make the finals. Then you, you win a Challenge Cup in 92. What that... That side I'm talking about at the, the start of the 90s, was it mainly made up of all local kids? It was. It was um, our back line was back then, um, just a quick one, was Dave Riolo, um, Wishard, myself, Rodwell Girdler, Johnny Simon, and uh, the 5'8 was Fritzy, who, yep. who was just oh, come Fritz. down a 16-year-old from Queensland. But... But yeah, so and McIndoe was the other one who was from down from Queensland originally. That played all started here before he went to Penrith and come back. So, you know, five of that them seven were locals, and four of them become international. So it was pretty good. Um, you know, kept growing up in the local area and then playing for your local team was uh, was really uh, an achievement back then because before the Steelers were uh, an identity, they St George used to um, get most of the players and. And, you know, Blocker, obviously, and, and, and Fulton and all them blokes like that. Gary Jack, they all come from this, this district, but um, happy to go up there to play. Um, so Illawarra is really good. We're moving forward in a, in a big way. Unfortunately, it um, stopped pretty quickly once that Super League yeah. and ARL war started. So, um, you know, a divide. Then Graham Murray, uh, we, we made the finals 92, uh, 93, 94, I think, by memory, or 92, 94, and then... Um, well, we were always in the top six, and then um, Mugger um, got punted due to the fact that uh, he joined Super League. Uh, there was not much choice there, and then um, sort of went sideways a little bit from there, uh, and then we sort of picked it back up, and then uh, um, obviously the joint venture started in 99. You, you mentioned Graham Murray, Muzz, you know, one of the great coaches. He had a lot of success wherever club he went to, and as I said, you won the 92 Challenge Cup that year. Um, now, what sort of coach was he like? Because from the outside looking in, Mary, he looked like a sort of coach that just had this really good connection with the playing group. Uh, he was a gentleman. Um, like, he was a, you know, as a person, he was, he was a very honest character. Um, and you, you knew, really knew where you um, stood with Graham. There was no, you know, if he wanted to shorten you up, he could. Um, also put an arm around. He was one of them sort of blokes that you felt if you didn't go out there and do your best for you, let him down as much as you were yourself and your team. So he's a coach that I always wanted to play for. Now, Wollongong Showground. I've got to say, when mm. we talk about one of the, the most horrible grounds to go and play at, Wollongong Showground has got to be in the top three. It was just near impossible to beat you at Wollongong Showground, wasn't it? Well, don't you look, mate, it's, it's a nice green patch of grass <laughs> by the ocean. How do you not want to play there? <laughs> It was just, it was just the people surrounding that grass and that ocean that probably made it uncomfortable <laughs> to play there. But um, it, you, you know, it was a, uh, it's a really, if you if you look at the ground uh, from the sky, it's, it's actually pretty rare. Um, the, the, the setup, uh, you know, with the, obviously the sand and the ocean backdrop and the and mountains on the other side of the of the, uh, the ground, but. Uh, the, the crowd is actually on top of you. It's like an England sort of ground yeah. when you look at the crowd and, and how close the the, um, the the players are to it. So they let you know. Uh, they'd also let us know if we're not going too well as well. <laughs> so you want to do really well at home to make sure you walked off with uh, a lot of claps and cheers instead of booze. So, um, yeah, it was a great ground. Uh, it was one of, one of the grounds, especially in the early 90s um, to mid-90s, that we, we really owned. Um, it was our patch and we, everyone that come down, we we're going to make sure that um, 
you know, we made it hard for them to take away points. And if they did, they were going to be sore for it. So, um, you know, we, we enjoyed playing at home. We used to fill it up. And, um, you know, there's no better thing than putting on that, um, you know, that scarlet. Yeah, it was uh, it was an icon- one of the most iconic parts of the game. I thought that that picturesque ground. But something else that was iconic, Mary, was the Steeler mascot. Now, was it the Steeler mascot that got <laughs> sent off for getting in a fight with one of the players? He was. We were playing the West Tigers, and he thought it was all right to jump into it. I'm not sure <laughs> why, uh, <laughs> and I'm not sure what he was going to do in the suit. But um, he thought it was a great idea to uh, get involved in around the uh, in goal line. Uh, I think Brendo Mara was the player that was involved in it at the time and um, and Max was having a bit of a scuffle with someone so he decided to jump in and he, he got um, he got punted and I think he lost his job after that game too. I was pretty sure they changed him out. So uh, he got a double whack. One of the great sponsors on the front of the jerseys, the Illawarra in the day too, wasn't it? Kaiser Stool. Remember the drink? No. Yeah, yeah we had the uh, Kaiser Stool. BHP was our main yeah. sponsor. Yeah. Kaiser Stool was early days, yeah. BHP was a pretty, it still is iconic, um, you know, a well-known brand in, in Australia. So, um, you know, with the steelworks on the other side of that ground behind it, so um, to, to the uh, south, they were a really good supporter of ours. And, um, you know, we, we had some great supporters locally. Uh, and unfortunately, or, or fortunately, depending on which way you look at it, you know, um, we're not standalone anymore, but we've still got our identity with St. George. Um, and... But back then, it was just really hard work with local sponsors and, and a bigger company like BH Bill Kaiser that, um, that kept us afloat yeah, for a long now, period. You talk about that 99 year when you merged with the Dragons. What was that first week of training lot, Mary? When you, I know you play against the players and some of them you have a relationship with if you played Origin, but having to spend every day with them and inside that, that immediate space, what was that first week of training like? Was it strange? Yeah, it was, it was okay for... Someone like myself, guys, because I, um, you know, I played with the majority of them boys or against the majority of them boys at other levels. So I knew them on a personal. I knew half a dozen of the boys on a personal uh, basis, and um, I was captain of the Steelers at that time. And uh, Coyne was captain of the St George side of it. Um, word association before we let you go. First it's a thing, game. That, yeah, yeah, first thing game, that right? comes to but, your mind when I mention these these people or situations, Rod <laughs> Wishart. Hello, <laughs> I forgot to. <laughs> Tough. Yeah. T- he used to wear those ankle high boots too, didn't he? How many words do you want me to elaborate? Oh, just, One or a few? Yeah, just, just a few. Wish art. Okay. Tough. Um, had to hit him in the chest. <laughs> um, and and one bloke do you want beside you in, in, in anywhere you go. Okay. He's a, he's a, he's a true worrying. Yeah. Neil Pincinelli. Can drink. Oh. <laughs> um, can drink lots. Um, one of the, one of my one of my best and closest friends and still good mates. We grew up together. We played against each other in juniors. And uh, part of the Spaghetti Twins with <laughs> Schifoletti and yeah. one of the better back rowers that probably didn't well definitely didn't reach. I reckon the height that he should have. Uh, with his ability, like he, he was a guy that had a, had a good rangy um, carry, offload, late feet, um, played a couple hundred games. He was he was a very very good player that should have played higher. 
uh, representative level. Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad and, you said And drink anyone on the table. That's that's the reason <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I played with Johnny Cross at Penrith and he said, oh, Neil Pincinelli, the best schooner drinker I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's coming from that's Johnny Cross. He still trains here at home. Uh, good yeah, stuff. Well, Johnny, Johnny still trains here every morning. Yeah, he's going good, John. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, yeah, last well. one. If I said to you, crocodile dress shoes. Oh, Jason Rolls, Sean Timmons, Trent Barrett, take, take a guess, but they were all involved in it. And so, the shoes ended up everywhere except back at my place. So you had a pair of crocodile dress shoes that just went missing what? one night. Was that right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they did. They uh, went missing one day and I went to wear them. Because, mate, they were back there and they were expensive and they were good. That was good. And I went to grab them out. I went, I went to get them. And they were making a statement. So I went to get them and they were gone. And the only people that were at my house was them three characters. And I went, you know what? Something's gone wrong here. Next thing you know, in the mail, I get these photos. They're actually in Afghanistan <laughs> with, a, with a machine gun coming out of the... the um, then they're taken from there and then they're in a creek in North Queensland with a cigarette out of the shoe and then they end up in Bali and then they end up in another state and I'm just going mate what's going and I've never got it back but I've got these photos ongoing for about three years and uh, every time the boys like one comes through I used to take it I said mate what are you doing where are and no one would give, give each other up but I found out I think I can narrow it down to either Jason Rolls or Sean Timmons. That's the two. Yeah, nice. Good stuff, Mary. All righty. For any uh, up-and-coming rugby league players listening to this, don't buy crocodile shoes. They're not cool anymore. (laughs) They're not cool anymore. Uh, uh, So good photos. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mary. Paul McGregor, uh, mate, loved living your life of footy. Uh, Well done, Sats. Well done, Mary. And thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Great story. My pleasure, guys. Thanks very much for having me. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. This is impossible. I see this on the run sheet. What's it that? says, let's get Sats working hard, please. Who's working hard this <laughs> off-season? Don't miss Black Friday at Bunnings Trade. Jesus, some Black Friday sales going on, but this is the one that matters. But they don't go... The Black Friday sales... Yes, they are go, great. They go longer than Friday, don't they? Yeah, but that, but that means we save more money. Yeah, I, know, I love it. Don't get me wrong. Mate, Bunnings. I'm going to give you there. a wheelbarrow. So are you? It might be me. Mm. I actually do need a drill. I don't know how to use it, but I do need a drill. Yep. So there's just little, like, handles and that need to be fixed. Mm. So, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> let's get you working. What do the Sharks, Knights and Warriors need in 2024 to be premiership contenders? Is it fair to say, I think there's a huge gap in the competition. Some may say it's mediocrity because Penrith are so far ahead of everyone. Uh, Brisbane are at a stage where I don't think they get there for a long time, but they're, you know, on their day are ahead of a lot of people. Melbourne have started to come back to the field a little bit. I've changed my opinion. The on Warriors have jumped out, but still not. Well, they, we're going to talk about them soon. Uh, so there's a huge gap between mm. being a top four team and a premiership winning side. So Let's get through this quickly. So these New three, Zealand. is it New Zealand? Yeah. What do they need to win the comp? Yeah. They need a strike centre. Yeah. And they've got it in Roger Tuovasashek. Okay. I thought that was the only thing that was really stopping them last year, c- competing with some of the better sides on a regular basis. So that could help them 
absolutely to, the, to get to the big dance. Absolutely, yeah. I, that guy that can split them from fifty to sixty out and create a try out of nothing. I think Cronulla are a team that may struggle to stay in the top eight next year. I, when you asked me this question, Jason, I know Daddy Vass was saying, "Listen, Jason's going to hit with three questions, uh, three teams, the one question." I don't know what it is with Cronulla. They've got a Dalian medal winner, a guy that nearly won it again this year in Nico Hines. But for some reason, he doesn't convince enough people that he can lead his team to a premiership. They've got a really good forward pack. They've got a, a, a phenomenal hooker in Braden, uh, Blake Braley. They've got good wingers. They've got strike all across the park. They're just not consistent, Sats. And I think that's what they need to go that extra step. Do you know what they need? What? They need, and they've got a great coach. Oh, a great coach. One of the great coaches. A great guys, I should say, as well. They need a monster. Yeah, right. They just need that unpredictability. And those clutch moments. They can just grab the game by game by the scruff of the yeah. neck and say, I don't care whether the round the 16 players are playing bad. But isn't that Nico Hines' job? He's not that style of player. Okay. Yeah, he's a very... Uh, he's Why? A great spon- No, he's a really good spontaneous player. But what he does is... Doesn't have has been built Has been built out of really hard work and development. What a player like Cam Munster's got and Cody Walker and those players have got has been built out of an instinct they were born with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Knights. I think they've got one of the best forward packs in the comp. They've got Jaden Braley coming back, who is, I think, one of the best hookers in the comp. Uh, they've got a strike centre in Braden Best, who looks like he's going to commit to the club long term. They've got a marquee fullback, who's a Dalian medal winner of the well, year. Well, he's top three in the competition yeah. as best players. They've got young Cogger going there now. Yeah. As well, who Agnes knows what it takes to win. Yeah. And knows what winning players look like. But. But they've lost Dom Young. How good was he? So they've got a try. He scored 23 tries, 2023. So whoever plays on his wing, let's say they score 10 to 12. They've got to try and find another 12 or 10 to 12 tries in 2024. Where do they get that from? So 10, 11 years ago, you started on Sports Day? Yeah. 10, 11. Did you ever think you'd be sitting in the studio 10 years later saying, wow, a team's lost a winger? I know. And they're going to struggle. Exactly. But they've got to try and find anywhere from 10 to 12 extra tries a, a year. winger. So how are they going to do that? Kalen can only do, do so much. So yeah. they've signed a really good big back row called Kai Pierce paul from England. And he can also play outside backs. Um, the other thing is don't put Kalen at six again. They won't do that. No, you've got no. to protect the bloke. Well, they've got Gamble and they've got Hastings and now they've got Cogger as well. They can share that re- that role. What do you think? 0457 736 736. Thanks, Satsy. Don't miss Black Friday deals on DeWalt, Makita, AEG. Oh, I want drills at Bunnings Trade. I want drills. Mm, there you go. It was meant to be. Yep. Still can't believe you're saying teams are missing wingers. I know. You should be ashamed of yourself. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight. Hey, let's get stuck into this with thanks to our great friends at Suncorp. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp. Suncorp Home Resilience. I'm not buying into this stupid argument. What is it? Sats, what? That the media have made up about uh, plays at each other's throats over the number one position, the fullback role. At the Titans. We're talking, mm-hmm. of course, AJ Brimson, who loves to mow his lawn in winter with his shirt off, and also Jaden Campbell, 
the uh, son of one of your former teammates, Preston Campbell. Preston, yeah. There and is, there's also Keanu Kinney as well. Yeah, but these two, are the, kid, yeah. these two are the main ones, right? Yeah. There's nothing going on at the club. They love each other. In fact, Brimson took the, the P1 double five uh, out of the whole situation. Do you still think you're the best fullback at this club? I'm probably third best at the moment behind JC and Keanu. So uh, if you want to see him play centre, I'll understand. He is the best fullback at the Titans, right? Yeah, absolutely is. Where do you start him? Even during last season, and when he was still playing well at fullback, I still always believe that he'll end up in the centres. Now, he, he grew up playing a bit of fullback, uh, 5'8 as well, but he doesn't have the long kicking game in NRL if your halfback hasn't got a good kicking game, a uh, long kicking game. So I think he would be a really good strike centre. And again, give him the ability like Tommy Trebojevic to float. And Joey Manu did in that Pacific Championships. Just yeah. give him the opportunity to float. Um, so to have Jaden at fullback and and an AJ in the centres, and Keanu Kinney's just got to bide his time, unfortunately. Yeah, He's got like Jaden has. Yeah. So, yeah, this is what players do. Players, they play games with the media, and some of the media don't see it. Oh. Yeah, there's this fallout between Jaden and, no. and AJ Brimson, and AJ Brimson's been playing on it. And Jaden Campbell put on Instagram, I can't stand this bloke. Some of the media outlets oh. pick it up and say there's, yeah, there's five, there's there's all this um, underlying uh, concerns at the Gold Coast Titans. You know what? They're all on the same page. And you know Jaden what? knows if he has to come off the bench, he'll come off the bench. AJ, will, if he believes he's, he could be a centre under Des Hazel, he'll play it because he's a good team man. Mate, and they're in the 17. How that falls. Uh, so going back to the whole Suncorp thing, it's a safe decision that Jaden Campbell be number one. AJ Brimson in the centres. That's safe? I think it, I think it's safe to say that's the way it will happen. But, but will it start off like that, do you think? You, I you've... think it will start off like that. Okay. And I think AJ will get to a, a, a time in his career. He's 25 now. He'll get to a time in his career. He 25. Says, no. He says, no, I want fullback money. So I may have to go somewhere else, which I hope doesn't happen because he's a Gold Coast boy. Check out those Instagram photos too. Just follow him and you'll see every second day he's just got his top off mowing the lawn. Refuses to wear a shirt. Mate, he's got a sponsorship with a lawnmower he's company. He's got a crap rig too. <laughs> Can we send him no, you don't, some audio? That? It's yeah, all right. No, it's good, mate. You're, you're hot. It's fine. It's good. You're a good rig. It's not a Nathan Cleary rig, mm. but it's a rig. It's safe to say that AJ <laughs> and Jade will be in the 17. Done. Thank you. Thanks, Suncorp. Get your home storm season ready with Suncorp uh, when we come back. I forgot. There's a fight on tonight. Big fight. And the big battle is not in the ring. It's about who's walking out first. Mm. Please. There he goes. Sports day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews here for your Wednesday night. I forgot about this Sats until I got to work. This is why I love working in sports radio here at SCN because I forgot the uh, the Nikita Zoo and Briggs fights on tonight. Now, the Dylan big, Biggs. The, the, sorry, I keep calling him he's Briggs. He's a Bow Desert boy, you know. He's is a he? Queensland boy. Yeah, he's okay. a Bowie boy. But I keep – it's not about what's going to happen um, in the ring. Mm-hmm. It's about what's happening outside the ring, and they're fighting over mm. can you believe, about who's going to walk out first. Can, mm. can you? I can. I can believe it. It is boxing. Have a listen. Yeah, traditionally, the, the champion walks second, and that's how I think it should be. Nikita, Look, should stop, we cover this? Stop being such a brat about it. Like, my promoters, they're the ones that... Oh, where's the never-ending story? <laughs> Seriously, you know what? There's no substance to this fight. You know the funny thing about it is, is Nikita saying, stop being a brat about it. No, 
Stop being a princess, Nikita. So Nikita's being a brat about it. <laughs> but it is his promotional team in main in um George Rose's mob. Uh, no limit. No limit boxing, yeah. But yeah, historically the champion comes out second, which is Dylan Biggs. And which happens in currently every... Currently Australian title, yeah. And that happens in every fight. boxing fight around yeah. the world. UFC, whatever it may be. So the third best zoo fighter, I suggest you come out first in your rightful position. Can I say, even if you're not a boxing fan, and Nikita Zoo's had a, a, a pretty... a checkered run through this, uh, through this process uh, while he's starting out his boxing career... He's a good fighter, this kid. Okay, Dylan who, Biggs. Win, who wins this? It's Australian title. It is Australian title. I think Dylan Biggs wins on points. This is uh, featherweight, world world away. Uh, they are middleweight, lightweight. I think. Lightweight is it? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. I went through every other weight except for heavy and light. <laughs> so I was going to get to him. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, even though I follow boxing, it's I can't keep up with all the all the weight categories now. I'll be watching it. Um, welterweight. Welterweight. Yeah, okay, super I was right. I was right. Super welterweight. Yeah. So, um, in, are we watching it at Rat's house on the uh, on the uh, leather couch with a cat on our lap smoking a pipe? If we have to. Well, it's looking like it. He isn't won't it? feed us. No, no. He will expect us to bring tie or something mm. over. All right, break time. Sports day. We'll wrap up in just a mo. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. All right, before we go, a uh, quick community update. Thanks to our good friends at Firecoat. Be alert and prepared this bushfire season. There's a fire burning in the Mount Toby State Forest, which is uh, under control, by the way, which is great news. However, there is smoke affecting De- uh, Devereaux uh, Creek, northwest of Mackay. QFES are advising to stay inside and close windows and doors if you live in surrounding areas, particularly if you've got asthma. Mm. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to be copping that smoke. Stay up to date on all bushfire warnings online with Queensland Fire and Emergency Services. Visit qfest.queensland.gov.au. This community update. Thanks to New Fire Coat, the first paint proven to protect property in high-risk fire conditions. It's available at Bunnings. Geez, I'm going to spend a lot of time at Bunnings <laughs> on Friday, aren't I? Hey, before we go, get, mate, I've uh, rung the missile on the break. Yep. We are doing the fight. We are doing the Nikita and Biggs fight tonight. Yep. Uh, at home, and guess what we got? Homemade hot dogs, but with sausages, with barbecued sausages and bacon and onion chucked on top, cheese, shredded cheese, and then on top of that, mayo and tomato sauce. I'm not tomato sauce and um, mustard. No, no. You can't have tomato sauce. It's got to be barbecue. It's mine, mate. Do you want to come around? I've got barbecue. You want to come around? Yep. All right, done. You can have some Will will Aria, one of your evil twins, let me... Actually, Armani, your t- other twin, she was really nice to me. She's she's the nice twin. Yeah, she Armani's is. Armani's evil. Ari's evil. Aria is evil. I'm You're sorry. talking about a McHappy Day. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't happy on McHappy Day. No, she never is. Armani <laughs> was trying to look busy, so they didn't give her any work. <laughs> so she was donating a time, but she was. She yeah. wasn't meant to be working. It's mm. a very good thing. Um, all right, mate. Anything else? That's it. Um, oh, you know what we, you know what we should do every show. Well. We should finish with words of wisdom from that great TV show and those great philo- philosophers, mm. Love Island. Do you want to finish it? Yeah, yeah. What did right. I have to say last night? <laughs> Never listened. You're naturally beautiful. Thank you. No, it's like a huge thing. Yeah, thank you. Massive. <laughs> thank Lips you. natural? No. Yeah. Got one a bit mil. of filler in there. Yeah, probably like near like one mil. Suit your face, yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. I don't like like um, 
I hate like fake boobs. I've got what? fake boobs. Do you? <gasps> yeah. What? Do you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, you don't, do you? I do. And you can't tell at all. You should be able to. You should be able to try before like see. I don't read the nip so that we can see. Whoa! Oh. There's the future of Australia right there. <laughs> Have a great night. We'll catch you tomorrow night. See you, Satsy. Good night.